story of our parsha, the opening story of the parsha of Matan Torah, uh, to what's to my mind the sort of crescendo of the opening story, is if you have Yitro hears the, about Chris Yamsuf and the war with Amalek and all kinds of Torah about how he had the ears to hear and he cared and came. And when Moshe sees he's coming, Moshe goes out and Aaron joins him and who would see Moshe and Aaron going out and not join them. The whole Amishel is going to join, to greet Yisro. It's this very uh, sort of magnificent, uh, extravagant, like, you know, special, um, it's almost ceremonious thing. And they greet, then they exchange words, and, and then it says Yisro brings korbanov, Ola uzvachim elokim. And then, this is Perk Yudalit Pasuk Yudbeis. Vayavoi Aaron bechol zikne Yisrael lecholechem im choisein moishel knei halokim. So Yisrael, Aaron and all the elders of Israel come to eat bread with the choisein moishel with the father-in-law of Moshe. So Rashi asks, somebody's missing from that description. Aaron and all the elders. Rashi asks, he says. He says, where are we? Moshe, heichan halach. Where would Moshe go? Haloi hushi yatzali krasa. He's the one who went out and caused this whole greeting. And gives, begaram loit kol ha-kavodaz. Who caused all this honor being given to Yisrael. Ela shehaya oimeidu meshamesh lifneev. Serving the food. 
This is the thing, and that, at that Suda, at that Suda, everybody, Rashi says, the Gemara learns out from there, because it says, they ate food, lechol lechem, lifnei halokim. I call it nene, anybody who enjoys, enjoys, from a, from a meal that a tzaddik is a part of, is considered as if they are, that a tamichacham is a part of, it's considered nene miziv hashchina, to be to be enjoying from a ray of the light of the Divine Presence. So, this is the opening picture that we have. This is the overture to Matan Torah. This is the thing. After that you have, what many people focus on is the Parsha of the Shoftim, and that whole thing of each year getting a good job and so on, every single year, but many, many, many judges and so on, and splitting the leadership of Moshe Benu. But really, the, the overture to Matan Torah is this. This is the opening thing. This whole story of going to greet Yisrael, having the Suda, and Moshe being the... the uh, I'm close it. Yeah, yeah. And Moshe being the waiter. Mamish being there serving the food. The Rav Shaila Brahmaisha, this was, we were just in his house, Mamish eating from, that he, he, he said, just keep coming to my house. When he was dying, I saw Mr. Besser's book, that uh, said, Rebbe, don't leave us. He said, anyone who comes to my house will still be helped. And Mamish, here we are, a century later. It's almost unbelievable. So I want to just leave us with this image for a second. I forgot to mention halacha first. <coughs> and here, I don't have Shulchan Aruch in front of me, but Simon Reish Samech Aleph is the Simon of Zman Hadlakas Neris, the time of lighting of candles on Shabbos on Friday night. And here I was Zaycha to have a dream. I had a couple dreams where I was in Karastir before we flew here. And we had this beautiful dream where we were, it was... It was going to be Yom Kippur, actually, I think, pretty sure. And I ran back and realized I hadn't lit candles. And in the house where I was staying was my Rav of Shmuel Weinbaum, Shlita, and his wife. And the candles were there, and they were about to light. And he said, he said the candles are here to stop you from doing malacha early. And that's one of the big things of Zman Hadlakas Neris in that simon of Simon Reish Samach Aleph is the din of Tosef Shabbos, which the Shulchan Aruch calls it a Yeshomrim, that you have to add time to Shabbos because, why is it only called a, there are those who say, because the Rambam doesn't list it as a Deiraisa, but I believe he still holds it, it's a Mitzvah of Rabbanan. And the Mishnah Burah, in the end of the day, says you should add a significant amount of time. He suggests the ideal being 20 minutes. And he mentions also 18 minutes, which is what many people do. And 
Yerushalayim, they have, there's a mini Yerushalayim of thir- 33 minutes, I think, and um, some do 40 minutes, but at the end of the day, even a, even a little bit, even, a, even just a tiny something that you're adding to Shabbos, you've done the mitzvah <coughs> of adding time to Shabbos, of Tosef Shabbos. So then I said back to my rab in that dream, I think we were in Karastir, I said, but look, the thing that's there to stop you from doing malacha early, which is the candles, is also there to bring you onik. One of the reasons the Gemara has, Gemara mentions Sholem Bayis, and then Rashi and Toysavos, if I remember correctly, Rashi says onik and Toysavos says kovod, the reason for lighting Shabbos candles. So the thing which stops you is itself a delight, is itself a shining light. The thing which, which cuts into your week and you know, you're running to make Shabbos, you have to stop early. It's me'akev. It's Torah a little bit. It's me'akev you. But, what, but that thing which stops you is a shining light. And this, I think, is a, a major issue. The Rabbeinu and Torah Zayin and Tinyan also says, he mentions how when you're eating, you can't talk. And that's also, that's what I should have brought in Allah. The din and dvarim sheha no hagim besuda. Hilchos dvarim and hagim besuda. You're not allowed to talk while you eat. It's not a din and shulchan aruch. It means that you can't be figuring out or intellectualizing. You're eating, you're just receiving. You're just like being. In a way, eating is a giving in to the reality of our, of our physical being. And it's, uh, it shuts you up. <laughs> Your mouth is full. You can't, you know, like you've got, you can't, <laughs> you can't just keep on expressing and expressing. You have to be quiet while you're eating. So eating, in a certain way, also, is a me'akev. It's something that holds you back. But it's shining, and it's oneg, and it's energizing you. something incredibly simple and attractive about Rav Shaila in that he's just like looking out for your physical needs. Like he's just like, like, like for yourself, is that other people's gashmias is my ruchnias. It's so beautiful and so simple. It's almost laughable. You can almost like laugh. It's about how simple it is. And in a way, the greatness of Rav Shaya can be concealed within the simplicity and almost laughableness of a tzaddik who gives you kugel. You know, like, but it's so great. It, it, in, in there is such greatness, such, so much of what we need to know that we're nurtured, that we're cared for, that we're loved. So, um, and this, this Indian is a big, big thing about what Matan Torah is. Matan Torah, you have, if you look in, in Shavuos, in, in the Bredich of Rav, in, in, by, 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 in Kedushas Levi, he brings a Ramban, who says that every time you have an awakening to come close to Hashem, you need to ground it in some kind of a mitzvah. A simple pshat in Shirim is, how dare you, nations of the world, try to 
be me'orer, like orerim al-hasadeh, to argue against us and take away our connection to Hashem, when our love is mamish, we're in the middle of loving Hashem, but the Ramban says, from every his orerus that you have, you have to put it into a chayfetz, into some kind of a mitzvah. So the Ramban asks, by Harsinai, we didn't have any mitzvahs yet. So what mitzvah did they have? Imagine, his orerus was insane. Like, uh, it was Harsinai. So, where were they able to put and ground that awakening? Where was the chayfetz? Where was the thing, the act that would ground it? And he said it was in the mitzvah of Hagbalas Hahar. The mitzvah not to run up the mountain. The Gavali said it was probably Ramban. It's an amazing Ramban. The, the, um, the, Ramban, says, uh, the Ramban says in Shir Shiri what he says. And the Bredichifer says the Hagbalas Hahar was. And this is the Bredichifer who, you know, if anybody wanted to run up the mountain, it's him. But that's called harisa, and in Torah Chavdal, and in our Torah, that's like to, to not let yourself be held back is called destructive. Talk too much. No, no, no. Have a piece of kugel. You know? Shh, shh. S, S. You know? Kugel. Stop talking. Just, you know, and this, the Suda that Moshe Venu has beginning of the Parsha with, with Lifne Elokim, where, 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 where was Moshe's name is missing, says Rashi, because he was serving the food. He was Omed on Rasharis, Moshe Rabbeinu, right? Serving the food, just everyone, shh, 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 eat, eat. Like, ah, oh, we're talking, talking, there's a Mordechai whole... Also. Mordechai also. Mordechai? Mordechai also was the, by the Suda, right? Yeah, right. He's pouring the wine. Gewaldic. I always had Shver. What is that? Gewaldic. It's also the overture to... Purim. Purim to the whole Kabbal Satara, which is the Hadarki Blue, Abimech Shver, the whole Kabbal Satara, Purim, that. So... The, um, the not running up onto the mountain, the eating, and we said before, the Shabbos candle also stops you from malacha early, but what is it? It's or, it's onik. It's the greatest thing. It's the standing away in order to get close. Ah, ah. This is our, this is our big paradoxical, but that's the simcha. That's the simcha, because... You know, you could run and run and run and try to figure it all out, you know. So here, Rav Nassim says, this is an Ishus Dalad Zayim. And he's talking about the danger of Avodah Zorah. Like, Mamish, like, from the way he's putting it, it's very strong. He's, like, basically saying that it's not just that the Egel Azav was that they, we just reverted back to our Egyptian uh, cultural ties. The Egel Azav... Like, it was a perversion of Matan Torah itself. It was an inability to hold the, the gvul. It was a desire to somehow make a mamish out of what was happening, make a, a final picture of what's going on, which is, that's, that's what I'll say in his words. This is Isha's Daladoy Zion. He says, "Iker hapgam shalahem hayamashir ratu lamod lahavin hasagos." They wanted to grasp the graspings that are ungraspable. This is this amazing thing that Rebbeinu Zitarachav Dalid that um, there is an or that is above nefesh ruach and neshama, 
the, 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 the mind runs after it. And the grasping of it is only in this way that's called mati velomati, arriving and not arriving. But that's the only way you can grasp this, 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 this thing. And so Harsinai was for sure was the greatest revelation that could be. This is also related to Hayesh Hashem which is also the difficulty with with uh, with Amalek. They're so also you're supposed to want to understand? Oh, 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 oh. No, you're supposed to want to understand and have the ability to be okay not to be in the process the process of both understanding and not having it fully. Right? The child wants that balance is what they couldn't have. So, the child wants to have just tell it, tell me the whole thing you know, tell me the answer you know then oh, there's yeah. something that are we there yet? and we have it too we, we have it too you know it's especially like when it comes to like working ourselves out emotionally psychologically and then we, when we realize that there isn't an answer that could be yeush or it could be like the greatest maturity the deepest maturity like there's not really an answer. There's waiting and persevering. Uh, they asked a, I, uh, I asked a Ramat Frank about what I had heard from a Levi Yitzchak Bender Zatal. They asked him to sum up Breslov in one word. I heard that he, what he said was Sablanut. And what he heard was Hamtana. And he heard it probably from his mouth. Like, the ability to wait. And uh, that is the, the place where, okay, I have epis, I'm, and I want, not I don't want, and I, I went, I'm, I'm, uh, but I'm also still waiting, I'm still waiting. Hasagas are klulim mi The real hasagas of Hashem have this, it's almost like the way we understand matter and energy, it's like, it's there and it's not there. Yesh ve'ayim, yesh ve'ayim yachad. Which, uh, just on the topic of Purim, in a certain way, <laughs> one of my friends pointed this out, Chayvinish Levesume Yada, Inish is the letters Ayin Yesh. It's Kibalik. means we have this, we can do this. It's, this is to be human. We have it in us to be able to hold both things. We can, and we need to be around Tzadikim. That's the big Milo of coming to Tzadikim, that it rubs off on you, Abbas. My, my, my friend, um, Elion Shemesh, one of the greatest guys, he was, I must have mentioned him, but he was the, what, what's his name, the Rosh, the Rosh Hashif of Ateret Kohanim, up in Beit El, and, and in an old city. You know what I mean? Ravaviner, Ravaviner, Tsioini. He says, uh, they, uh, Elion once asked him, how do I come to Avas Hashem? And he said, Avas Hashem is a sickness. So you have to hang out with somebody that has it so you'll catch it. It's <laughs> a very beautiful thing. It's a very real thing. Like, sometimes I think, okay, it's my avoida. There's, there's something that's being given to us from the previous generation that just rubs off on you. Going back to Arsina. Going back to Arsina, where, where there was that, that, that naimus of real connectivity. Um, the, the hasagas of these things that they're called, the tes heichlim, we're not going to get into the, these nine chambers, that's chocham multiplied by chocham these nine chambers of or tzach of, 
Mati mati, arriving and not arriving, this is this thing of the fixing of Keser. It seems as if it's really there, because there are these nine chambers of perception. But even so, the Zohar describes them, they're not something that you can really attach yourself to or really know. But they're there, and they're not there. <laughs> so it's an amazing thing. If you have really gewalda kamun and you don't try to figure out what's going on, you don't intellectualize it. The desire and the run, to run to try to chab. And through that which then stops you. That's the yofi of life. In one place he says, actually, this is also, and this again, I don't want to pigeonhole anybody or any gender, but he's talking about male and female, that in general, the male energy or the husband is running, running, wants to learn and learn and, and be in base measures and, and, and fly away to the tzaddikim and, and, and whatever. And the wife says, no, you know, take out the garbage, do, do, but, you know, all the things that are, and take out the garbage, I, I say with the fullest, deepest, uh, exquisiteness of what that is, of, of, of cleaning up the house, making the home tahar, of, 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 of being a ish nema, of being a, 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 a loyal husband, being somebody who's really there. And when we hit that sweet spot of really wanting, but also doing what we know is right, making her happy, doing that thing that, whatever it is, like tidying up the room, she might not even notice that I did it, but she'll, she'll come in and feel happier there, the simcha in that is, is beyond. The connection to God that is in the redifa and the ma'akev when they're working out right, it's en kazeh. Rav Shlomo once said, I wish I could do a favor for God that God wouldn't know it was me. Rav <laughs> Shlomo. <laughs> it could just like fix up your room a little bit and you walk in, you feel a little happy. No one will know. You'll never realize it. Like... This is the like this is being a waiter. Moshe Rabbeinu was a waiter at the beginning of the parsha. That's the prelude to Mantar. This is the this is the that thing of being the background of somebody else's life, being the ore that they don't even know. Like it's like like the, the you know the the, the, the daka that you don't know and they don't know and there's no there's no yeshus in it. There's just such yenem uh, only yenem. Like I'm just there for the other person, Mamish. So that's this place we can hold the redifa and the ma'akev. I want, I want, I want to grow, but I'm mamish doing what's right. And then, because the truth is, if she would say, fine, just go sit in base medrash all day, then somehow it won't work. Like, I'll, I'll be trying to figure out the thing. <laughs> like, I'll be, yeah, I'll have like hours and hours, but I'll like still be, I'll burn myself out. But if I would have just done a few little things and cared and said yes and been there and, 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 and then, then one pasa can give me the orain sofmash, just from like, because I know I'm being, I have an equal, the, the redifa and the this is the beauty. Um, and so he says, this is what, this is what happened, v'zeh b'chinas chayta ego, this is what happened, this is, so we have to be, this is what it means to go into Har Sinai with the maturity of the tzaddikim, with the simcha of the tzaddikim. 
Moshe went up totally. He's just nichlal ba'ayin. We don't have him. He's disappeared. It's, all right? Because you need to have an example. You need a tzaddik. In a certain way, the tzaddik is the bechinas yesh for us to give us a feeling of, of, a, connect, of a connection, stories that we could tell, Torahs that he gives over to us. Just seeing him around, it's so good, like having a tzaddik around. And then, but he, he's not coming back. So we need some other kind of a yesh to hold on to. You know, if the tzaddik's around, then I can also have the ayin. I can also have that I don't really know. And he teaches me how to have the yesh and the ayin. When he's gone, They made a perud. They made a separation between that which holds back, that aspect of the soul that holds us back and keeps us in process and stops us from figuring it all out in one shot and gives us the adult, the maturity to not think that, to, like, it's, it's such a, 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 it holds us. And because we felt, oh, we're just only being held back, Moshe's gone. So then we want to make something that's fully a yesh, I want something I can feel and touch, a total, a godliness that has Yeshus Mamish, real, like total being, without any non-being, without any beyondness, inability to grasp. The greatness of God is in, is, is in His, like we say, Yizgadal v'Yizkadash, it's amazing. Yizgadal, Hashem's presence should be made greater, but Yizkadash means it should be like separate, beyond. And we ask for that. Please be mysterious. Please let it be clear to me that I don't know you at all. He's Gadol and he's Kadosh. This is the Yofi of Yiddishkeit. Lamesh, that's so the... Those are two opposite words. Yeah. And it's the same thing when we're coming to the Tzaddik also. I noticed myself when I was on the airport and the Nikon came down. It's like, Gagui, I'm going to Shaila. Then I'm here and I'm actually by. I was like, less. And I realized like. Oh, because I think I have him. I have to realize I still don't have him at all. I have no idea who he is. No idea. I'm still on a big, big journey to have any hasog of what he really was, what, he, what his chesed is, what his love, what he could, the Yeshua's that he can boil, etc., etc. Derech, Derech is strong. Derech, the Derech, this is Mamish the mistake of all the of all the generations. And all of this is because they, when we're too stuck in the desires for this world, it causes us to physicalize our spiritual quest also. Because we're so stuck in, in physical things that you eat the steak and it, and it fills and you're just done and it's finished. Then, and we forget that there's such a thing as a nafshi chamda v'tzelya decha das kol raz sedecha and I'm never I'm, I'm going to know ever kol raz sedecha such an amazing line nafshi chamda I would like to know I would like to know every single secret there is about Hashem but of course das kol raz sedecha is never going to happen but in Gavaldic 
The only way to be able to hold this yesh and ayin together is by learning to break, to break the taivas of Olam Hashem so that we can tune into a subtler perception, a deeper, a more mature perception, a perception that has that harmony between the redifa and the ma'ake, between the male and the female, between the yesh and the ayin, the talking and the eating, um, uh, and that uh, candles, the lighting, the, all, the, stopping, the and stopping, and the and the oneg, all, all these things are 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 are, are deep deep learnings, deep deep learnings. Bezos Hashem, and um, this I'll say was just one another thing. The Medrash Tilim to Perak Hey, in Tilim says that before we drank from the Be'er of Miriam, we said, Hayesh Hashem b'kirbenu im'ayin. Is Hashem with us or not? After we drank from the Be'er of Miriam, we said, Nasev anishma. <laughs> when you're connected to the tzaddik's food, the Miriam's well, and you drink there, you eat their kugel, you drink this, it becomes, it works out. Because that food that's there when you can't talk, they give you a real fixing. They give you a real healing. That's the, that's the precursor, that's the prelude, that's the, the opening sonata before the, before the, uh, the concert of, uh, of Mantara. This Shabbos and all of us to have this pele, uh, uh, to be a little bit like Moshe Rabbeinu, to feed others, to be aware where people are at and give them what they need, feed them, and, and to just have ourselves be fed. I'll end with one tiny story. Is this <laughs> Rav Shlomo Tversky Zatzal was a very great Sayyid, Rav Shlomo Tversky. He was, uh, I think, the brother of Avram Tversky. From Denver, right? Denver. He was a huge tzaddik. And, his uh, son is the Hagajabra. Yeah? Or his son, I think. His son is the Hagajabra. His son is the Hagajabra, right? Because the Shkibu is called Oh, that's the Gimel. No, in, no, in, in Flatbush. Flatbush. Oh, in Flatbush. He might have another son in Gimel. Mm-hmm. He has, I think, I think it's, a, it's a, a grandson, maybe. Oh, Flatbush. Yeah. yeah. So, Rabbi Shlomo Tversky, that's all. Told. Oh, 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 yeah, no, no, no. How did it go again? Who was it? I'm pretty sure it's like this. How, Rabbi Howard Hoffman was one of the, one of the greatest rabbinim of our generation. Nobody knows him. He's a psychodrama therapist in Denver. Uh, you can look him up, rabbihenachdov.com. One of the most whacked out Torah sites that there are. You looked it up once? I saw that. He's, he's beyond. Mamish, he's a really beyond guy. So he... he's Hoffman. Hoffman. So he says... I want to take Just before I tell the story... The Ishbitzer says, Anoichi, what's between Anoichi and Ani? The Chaf, he says, is Kaf Hadimian. He says, Hashem was telling, when he said Anoichi, he said, Ke Ani. Like, I'm something like this. <laughs> that was our scene, which is this Indian of Yesha Ayin. Here's like, we're beginning to get to know each other. It's so amazing. <laughs> so, uh, so, um, so Rabbi Harhafen told my friend David, who was a big Talmud of his, 
that when he was very young, uh, his father brought him into Shlomo Tursky, Shlomo Tursky, and he was like six or seven years old. And then later, later on, he became a Talmud of Rav Tursky and got smicha from him. Much later, when Rav Tursky was much, much older, and he was all a lot older, he's about Tuha. When he was a lot younger, he was like, I don't know, seven or eight or something years old. Ech Shehu, his father took him in to Rav Tversky's shul on Simchas Torah. Whatever, it was, like, it was like a chavaya. Well, they weren't from really, but they brought him in. And he said, Rav Tversky took a cookie. He said, ah, oh, such a cute boy. He took a cookie and put it in his mouth. Like he just like shoved the cookie into his mouth. And he said, Mamish, my whole life, I never forgot that. And really, my whole tshuva and everything I ever learned in Torah was all in that in that cookie that he shoved into his mouth. The deepest smicha, the cookie smicha, is the sweetness. The, ah, we should just feel it. Huh? We should just have it. Give it to each other. Ah,